only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself guess who's back oh my gosh back again wmi's back (laughs) here allow me Mm. is that a a guinness or something yeah sorry there's a uh you call them the widgets or yeah is that what they call it i don't know there's a small oh to prevent that they put this device inside the can so that it doesn't foam out when you open your beer but did anyways oh well uh happy new year all happy new year yeah, um, everyone. I yes. thought you were talking to me for a second, but I realized we we have a small audience. Yes. How <clears throat> uh, selfish of me. Oh no. I think uh, you're very humble in assuming that. <laughs> <laughs> That's know. one way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Our, our I, I, I can peg a few listeners that would not agree with you. Why? Uh, but I won't name names. Oh, okay. They'll, they'll probably think I'm just being selfish. Or at least not humble. Okay. Is that, your, me. is that your New Year's resolution, being humble? No. Oh. I'm already pretty humble, if not a little outgoing. Okay. Check. Um. So I guess it's been... Months. I don't know, two, two months, months, maybe three? Almost three oh. months. Wow. This better be a good one. <laughs> no pressure or anything, but uh, also, you know... Be forewarned, everyone. We are rusty. Yeah. We yeah. were asking each other. We might have other, forgotten how to talk. Yeah, we were. We were asking each other how do, how do we typically count in to the episode? Anyways, we made it. We're yeah. here. I think. Yeah, we made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lol. I think uh, I was actually thinking about the show a lot, and I had so many ideas of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I committed the ultimate sin. Uh, and I didn't write a single one of them down, so now I can't remember all the cool things I wanted to talk about. You know what? Um, That's okay. I feel like this this will be a good easing back into it episode, and then mm-hmm. um, we can save those poignant topics for for future. I think it uh, it's just worth mentioning or, or sort of reminding everyone what the purpose of the show is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it, Colin? Fuck. I thought I was throwing it to you and you just <laughs> spiked it right back into my face. Like a good I game was, uh, of volleyball. Uh it's it's a we're, we're a variety show. Yeah, a variety show. But we encourage you to try to find something in the show mm-hmm. that you can, you know, think about, 
ponder, reflect upon, take away, uh, and and incorporate it into your life to to make things a bit better, make you a bit better, or, yeah. or help improve the lives of those around you. Uh, I know just by virtue of doing the show, um, I get that every time we record because it's 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 fun, it's cathartic. Um, I get to develop my thoughts and opinions a bit better, and we get to share ideas, and yeah. uh, I'm really grateful for that. It's it's interesting you say that because sometimes I'll have a series of thoughts. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. <laughs> um, and I uh, go to vocalize them, and it's like, eh, yeah, no, uh, that's that's better not, you know. <laughs> Um, and sometimes the opposite, it's like, as you said, you get to like develop your thought process as you're talking it through with somebody. So I feel like that in that sense, it's, yeah. One thing, um, I think it's interesting you bring that up because one thing I want to, this is just me, um, and we can definitely do it on the show. And especially when it comes to guests on the show, when, when we get to that point, um, is, is I want to get better at understanding why. I think a certain thing or why I have a certain belief or opinion. Right. Um, and then really deconstructing what led me to that conclusion so I can better understand how, uh, how I come to my conclusions and how, how I make decisions kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think in doing so, it'll help me find areas that I might be uh, going down the wrong sort of path, I guess, cognitively. Um, maybe there's certain biases that are in play or mm-hmm. uh, I've realized, you know, I, I don't know so much about that and why do I have such a strong opinion? Uh, maybe I should go do some reading and, and back that up with something or or find out what actually is the case and, and learn what my opinion right. uh, should be kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Challenging really just, your own thoughts and, and putting into question all these things that might be seem like second nature but then you're suddenly realizing oh um maybe uh i don't know i'm not gonna bring something up in particular but maybe this specific thing that i've thought for years is isn't really working or um has come into question recently for whatever reason and yeah no i think that's that's awesome that you're I think it's f- in that place, you know, that headspace where you want to do that. Yeah, it's like challenging my own assumptions because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to be so honest, we have uh, very little time most days where you can just kind of sit back and and really do you want to do that? Probably not. No one wants, oh, I got, a, I got 15 minutes of free time. I'm just going to sit on the couch and think about why I have this opinion. Right. Um I think it's more natural to do it when the thought arises and then kind of mm-hmm. process it at that point in time. When, like, um, an opportunity presents itself. Yeah, like, we're ha- like in the show, we're going to, we'll talk about things and we'll, we'll present ideas to each other. And I, I almost always have a thought on something. I don't know why, but uh, either it's easy to just come up with a thought, whether it's a relevant thought or whether it's an informed thought. It, mm it's yet to be determined or yeah. based on the last 29 episodes, maybe the, the, uh, the readers, the listeners can, can help answer that question. But, um, understanding what led you to that thought, I think is important and understanding, uh, it kind of just really keeps you honest with yourself. A lot of people like to think they're open-minded 
Um, That's so true. We, we like to think we have principles. People like to think they have principles. Uh, I don't know that there's many people, especially, uh, I don't know, I don't know too many people that have a defined set of principles that they live their lives by. Um, like, uh, like loyalty, set integrity, in stone or whatever. Yeah, like this thing? is their oh, ethos, okay. their, their code of conduct yes. or whatever. Okay. Um, and that would help you make personal decisions as well. But what is interesting is because you talk about, you know, I'm wanting to bring up an idea. And then as I was thinking about it, I'm about to talk about it. I was like, mm, uh, and then these principled people or some principled people might think that changing your mind on something means you're turning your back on your principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I disagree with that. I think uh, bringing forward an, uh, a half-baked idea is just as good as bringing forward uh, a fully composed idea if you're willing to have a discussion about it. And yes. if you're willing to change your, your opinion on something or change your mind on something, I think that would be reflective of a principle and not turning your back on your principles. Right, yeah. Um, and that, that would truly make you an open-minded individual, which is not something many people who claim to be open-minded actually are. That's fair. No, that's that, That's fair. anecdotal only. I just, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm open-minded, and then you try to have a conversation with them about a controversial topic, and... And they are very much, they very much have an opinion, or they're, they're in line with a certain um, thought about whatever that topic might be. Yeah, and, um, and you... Yeah, no, for sure. You can tell that they're they're not open-minded because they're not interested in understanding. They think they already know why you have your opinion and your thought, mm-hmm. and they think they, they already believe that they're right. And you can do one of two things in my experience to figure out if someone's actually open-minded or not. Tell you can us ask our them, secrets. Well, I mean, it's like I said, anecdotal. <laughs> people, people will be willing to entertain two opposing ideas at the same time in their minds Ooh. and treat them as if they were both their own, even though they're opposed to one of them. Yeah. Um, and I think that also leads to great conversation. And uh, and the other one is, um, you could present them information that changes their mind on their their stance, and then they yeah. do change their mind. Yeah. Uh, I think people just. I don't know why they don't. Maybe it's something as simple as they don't like to be wrong or they've crafted a, an image around a certain viewpoint that they're kind of wed to that for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. It's probably more relevant to... Well, it's interesting you bring that up because I think uh, i only able to speak from my own uh, you know, life experience, but I feel like in my teenage years, I'm feel myself relating a lot to what you're describing like believing that I was an open-minded person but then having very specific opinions or thoughts about certain subjects and and yet when presented with uh you know evidence or a conversation with someone or whatever you know changing my mind um but only thanks to I think time and maybe I don't want to say maturity because I don't think that's what it is, but just uh, realizing that there's a lot of different ways that the world operates um, and there's not just like one right or like there's not black and white in everything in life. There's various shades in between and yeah, I, 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 
just to to summarize essentially yes <laughs> i agree with you um having experienced that like through my own life experience essentially yeah for yeah. sure and i mean i think everyone can remember you know when between like 17 and 22 or 23 or right. whatever and you were just so confident and so cocky about who you are as a person and how the world works and you know all the answers to everything and you're just so so dumb yeah and you realize very quickly i think i think most of us do that uh you don't know shit and i think no. the and older you get the more you realize you don't know how little you know and yet you're learning more and more as time goes on or at least hopefully and mm -hmm. um maybe that's what they call wisdom i don't know who knows? Who knows what they call wisdom? I've never been accused of being wise, so I can't really no. weigh in on that. But, uh, okay, okay. yeah, I like that uh, your story probably relates to most people. I hope sure so. There's a point in their time when they there's 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 probably not like a aha moment where they're like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm an idiot. I better stop. But over time, you kind of just grow into and I, I think I disagree with you. I think maturity is what it is okay um but like you say you know what's right here for you know uh a western civilization or society not civilization society is very different in a in a middle eastern or southeast asian or uh you know uh, pacific society where they do things differently they have different norms they have different culture but yeah your m maturity isn't about age mm-hmm absolutely and you yeah so I think that's why you didn't want to say maturity, but I think, you know, through experience and through being given the opportunity to, at those ages, I think subtly reflect, you're probably not mm -hmm. doing it intentionally, but yeah. Well, and ha have the right role models question my thoughts at the time. I feel like I was pretty uh, lucky in that sense. I feel like did you friends of my, my mom's or my dad's, like... Um, whoever they might be, like the adults in my life. Um, yeah. Were, were you, did you respond to those questions? Or did you kind of just, what? like what I probably would have done was either believed I knew the answer right. or or just brush it off. Right. It depends who. There were like a handful of people who I really respected and could have a conversation with and wanted to have like that you know, I think I'm wrong and could be vulnerable because I think that's what that part is. Uh, especially at that age, you don't want mm -hmm. to be vulnerable around adults because you're trying to kind of establish. One? Yeah, yeah, you're like, I can be cool like you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, aside from those handful of people, I definitely would have done exactly that, brushed it off or um, just been like, no, I'm right. <laughs> those those and adults that you yeah, the, the adults that you were able to have those conversations with was it because um i imagine they set a tone where you felt like they were talking to an equal and they weren't talking down to you and they actually spoke to you as if you know you were an adult with thoughts and opinions that needed to be entertained and i won't say tested was sort of looking for challenged yeah challenged thank yeah. you yeah that's exactly it yeah, yeah absolutely um they yeah they never made me feel like i was lesser than just because of my age or whatever 
Um, and, and it was always like a very respectful feedback. I always imagine, yeah. and I don't know if it's going to go this way, but I always like kind of project myself into the future and, and hope that's how I'm going to interact with my own children. Like yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to, and I don't know how to strike the balance because I've never been faced with this or, or uh, have seen it myself, mm. um, but treat them like they're adults. I, I don't, we never baby talk to them. We never, mm-hmm. we always talk to them like they're normal people. And when William asks me questions, we, we, we're always very conversational with each other when we're not being silly and stuff. So yeah. I kind of really hope that I can create an environment where he feels like he can approach me and have a conversation about things that might be considered wacky or, or half-baked or, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Or, or that way when I do feel like he needs some correction or some guidance, I can give it to him with. Yeah. And, and at least for a millisecond, he'll consider it before fucking me off. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, like, camaraderie yeah. is important too, though. You were just saying, like, you guys, aside from when you guys are laughing or joking around together or whatever... Um, I feel like that's important too, though, in creating that respect and, uh, having that positive relationship together where he would feel comfortable with you is because like, even when we're laughing and having fun and things like that, like, I think that's pretty vulnerable too, because you don't want to share those happy moments on anyone, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think they happen with the people that you're most comfortable with. So I feel like yeah. that, that, to me, that would be an indicator as well. You know, if you guys get to, if you stop having that, then that would be a bad sign. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would be a signal. Something's going down. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have, uh, you don't want to share happy moments with somebody. It's kind of like, mm, okay, we've, we've had this good thing going for so long. Like, what's what's going on? I feel like with kids, it's a lot more obvious, too, mm-hmm. in that sense. You kind of get that immediate feedback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I would say, just like from my own perspective, uh, I feel like you already do that. Like, I see the way you interact with your kids, and then like also with Anson. When we come to visit, you're always like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Like, give him a hug kind of you treat him as if he's one of us and he is right so i feel like you know if if that's the interaction you want with them i think you're already doing it so yeah yeah isla's got to pay her dues though she's got to earn it yeah yeah that tough little have you have you introduced isla to the no oh to the show no i haven't we should probably talk about that. That's the reason why it's been so delayed. Yes. So I had, you had, a, f- I had a baby. A stupid baby. I had a baby. <laughs> but people knew it was coming. I feel like. I want to see the baby. <laughs> the The last few episodes leading up, I was like, I don't know when the baby's coming, but it could be soon. So That's yeah. right. I didn't mean for it to be such a long hiatus. I think. Um, no, there's no. There's. Yeah. There's you don't even no need to finish. Excuse. That's a half-baked thought that doesn't need to be explored <laughs> further. Okay. Everyone, even the listeners on the show, everyone's so freaking busy these days trying to figure out work and COVID and their lives and shit. So. Yeah, let's just But we're back to fill in the gap, the void. We are here for you all. We're here. And we will make it better. We're here, and sometimes you're going to hear a baby crying in the background, mm-hmm. so uh, be prepared. So, so <laughs> what did you name the child? <laughs> the child? 
Uh, I was going to say it, but I thought better her, of it. Her name is Isla, and we wanted to uh, keep with our A name babies. So we have Anson, uh, and I don't know if I talked much about Alice, Alice but we um, have a baby in heaven named Alice. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we have Isla, and her name is spelled A-Y-L-A. Uh, yeah, and she's just... I was saying to Jordan this week, I was like, if I had to use one word to describe Isla, I would say feisty. And oh, I love yeah, it. You're, you're in trouble. I love well, it. Well, now you do. <laughs> I do now, she can't yes. punch you in the face or she does. scream at you. She's got a mean right hook. She gets me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and her middle name is? Imogene. Imogene. I, I thought it was Imogen, but then I looked at the spelling. And yes. so It's, it's definitely Imogene. I M O. G-E-N-E, and uh, I heard... Did you put an, ex- an accent on one of the E's? No. Okay, good. I don't know why I thought you did. No. No. Make it all it's French. It's not French. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Isla Imogene, and uh, <coughs> the way Anson says it is so heartwarming. Isla, Aya, Imogene, Imogene. It's so <laughs> stinking cute. I gotta, I'll try and record him saying it one day. Anyways, um, yeah, I heard the name Imogene a long, I don't want to say a long, long time ago, but like probably a few years, and then it came back up again in a TV show we were watching, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Have you seen okay. this? Yeah, I, I've seen a few. Her best friend's name is Imogene, and then um, it came up in a book, and the main characters uh, named her daughter Imogene and anyways I looked it up and um, the name Imogen so without the E at the end means last born and we thought that that was quite appropriate um, even though it's like a little bit of a variation on that name um, because uh, we we are not planning on having any more children so if yeah like I've, I've said this out loud if it happened like it would it would be uh, a happy accident but we are uh, actively not wanting more children so yeah, yeah. no we, uh, we we call Olivia our happy accident but lately I've been calling her a mistake <gasps> um, no <laughs> just kidding yeah because her grand her grandfather listens to this so uh, he might get pissed <laughs> off when he hears that he will show up at your door and yeah. he'll be like excuse me dad Calm down. <laughs> he loves... They have such a special relationship, Olivia and your dad. It's so cute. Yeah, she does the same thing to her, to Cassie's dad, too, though. Does she? Yeah. Like she just she just wraps the guys around her fingers. She's, she's like, like, I know. Well, a she's real got, piece of work. She's got my son wrapped around her finger already, so... That little bastard better watch himself. <laughs> I was watching him put the moves on her. I was not happy. He's two years old, and he's already like, hey, three. what's up? He's three. He's three, yeah, sorry. Yeah. He's coming at her with the Joey. How you doing? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I feel like it's funny now. I, for, it's funny to it's funny me now. now um it's but so you're, funny. it's uh, so not funny to you. I feel I feel like you're already like well, the uh, protective dad who's like, get away so, from my daughter. So the way I hope so before I, I make another joke. Yes. Um I don't intend to be that father. Yeah. Uh, I, I intend to, I and this is an intention. We'll see what actually happens. Yeah. Um, 
uh, first person that shows up at your doorstep with her, you know. I'm just going to punch him right <laughs> in the face. Um, Square in the nose. The, uh, the intention is to treat them both the same. Mm-hmm. Raise them both the same and, and have the same... Ex- William and Olivia. William. Yes. Yeah. And have the same expectations of them and, and just teach them... But basically, all I want them to know is... And this applies to everything, not just uh, what boys and girls could do or whoever could do with whoever. Um, is is there's consequences? You make decisions, and there's consequences. They're not good. They're not bad. They're just consequences. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're making a conscious decision, and you're okay with the potential consequences, you got to live with them. I, yes, and I think um, perhaps the predicament that arises at, you know. In, in youth is that you don't know the potential outcome sometimes and, and potentially because you're you're you might have yeah. a feeling like this isn't good but you don't actually realize the kind of situation you might be putting yourself in or you know yeah. what you're getting yourself into so I feel like uh, to add to what you were saying like our our position as parents is to like equip them so that yeah. they do have a level playing field with with each other's siblings and like the world, you know. Mm-hmm. That they, and, and I mean, to to that end, like you, you were saying, we were joking about. So Olivia was standing at a table, and Anson came up beside her and put his his arm around the small of her back and was holding onto her hip. It was the cutest thing ever. Photographic evidence for anybody yeah. interested. <laughs> so so when 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 Jenna says like you know it's it, it was it was whatever, but it must be worse for you because she's my daughter. Mm. Um, I, I think the expectations should be the same of all parents, mm. whether you're raising boys or girls. Um, so your boys are just as... Well, your boys are just as responsible yeah. as the girls. Yeah. It just... The consequences, they don't have to stick around for. They get to... They can just fuck right off. Like, I mean... You're saying people will find where pregnancy? they live. Uh, maybe whatever, you know. I'm not putting, uh, <laughs> not putting words in people's oh, okay, mouths, okay, but... Okay, okay. There's been a, a, a historical, uh, I guess, I'm, I don't know. I'm talking like I know the evidence in the stats. But, right. like, typically the the thought has always been, oh, you got a, you got a girl, you got to watch out, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, hey, listen, boys carry just as much of the responsibility as the girls. Yeah. Uh, if not more, but. Yeah, I agree. I think it's up to us to teach them that responsibility as well. Because I feel like mm-hmm. uh, if... If we're going to tell girls a oh, watch out, then yeah, we have to tell we have to tell our sons to be like, "Hey, you are also a responsible member of this interaction." Like whatever yeah. that looks like, if it's putting his arm around her at 3 years old or if it's uh Yeah. You know. Remind me, I have to have a conversation with Anson about consent. I have been. This is this has been a real it's been a real problem. Joking. No, I'm just kidding. No, I have okay, good. I have been only because um for all areas of life, I feel like this should be something that he's familiar with. Um right. so like I can't even think of a situation right now, but um asking well, in- asking before just doing something that involves yeah. somebody else in any way whatsoever. Like you, you have to ask them first to make sure that it's something they want to do or he'll, he'll say like, mom, come here now or something like that. And I'm like, okay, so you approach this with a question. You ask me first and I have the opportunity to say yes or no. 
and you don't yeah. have to be okay with either answer. And I, I don't know how much he gets of that at three years old. I, I do dumb it down a little bit more than that. I feel like my language is probably a little bit more simple. Um, but yeah, I feel like I want that to translate to all all aspects of life. Yeah, it's we do the same thing, and, and yeah. what it boils down to is courtesy and manners. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're just teaching people to be polite members of society. Yeah, courteous. And that's of really that, yeah. That, yeah, that's what it boils down to. Like I was in a coworker's office today, and um, just where the chair was and, and, and the the desk, I wanted to, I put my foot up on his desk and then I moved. <laughs> and I said, do you, do, you, "Do you have an issue with this?" And he goes, "No," because he had like a long L desk and it was nowhere near his workspace. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but like when I'm You're when like, I got oh, downtime, wait. yeah. But it was the same thing. It's like you, you you could put your feet up, but that's some people might consider that very rude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I should probably ask. Uh, I should probably ask him if he's okay with this before I just put my feet all over his furniture." Right. Yeah. Um, back to making the joke. <clears throat> so. You and Jordan and Isla and Anton came up on New, New Year's Day mm-hmm. to spend the night with us. Because and, everyone uh, was COVID-free. Yeah, COVID-free since 2022. Um, <laughs> we have a, a bunk bed in William's room and like an old uh, crib mattress. So whenever yes. you guys come up, all the kids have a sleepover and it's fun and they have a great time. It's hilarious. Well, because William passed out in the bed. And Anson and Olivia decided they were going to play with toys and stuff. So we went in a a few times. The one time uh, I checked the camera to see what they were doing, um, I could see Olivia in Anson's bed. Mm -hmm. She was not in her mattress. I could see her in Anson's mattress. Um, Both of them were on the floor. And I couldn't see Anson anywhere. I was trying to figure out where he was. And then Olivia moved her head, and I could see Anson's lying down beside her. So they had both decided to share the a mattress. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, and the, it was Olivia had gone to Anson's bed. Right. Not the other way around. Oh, I so thought it was that, the other way around. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. No, she went to his bed. So. And so I'm going to have to teach her. I feel like as uh, adults, we're looking at this with adult mindset. You know what I mean? Whereas they're kids and they're just like, yeah, whatever. I passed out on. I, I passed out on the mattress. Like. They they just love spending time with each other. Yeah. And to that end, the joke is adult, but the real approach to it was no one cared. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we just wanted care. our children to sleep. A hundred percent. Yeah. Which eventually I was about I think to happened. go swab their gums with alcohol, but <laughs> effective they've, methods they've felt, apparently yeah. highly recommended by all the pediatricians. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Drinking helps me get to sleep. Yes, yes, fair, 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 fair. Um, age appropriate, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but yes, I feel like we're looping back to something, and now I don't remember what that was. I have no idea. Does my oh no? But you did, you do bring up a good point. So you were talking about parenting, and I had this thought. Um, I have created for the WMI podcast. This is an exclusive <laughs> announcement. Uh, oh, a Reddit account. Dun, dun, dun. And we have a subreddit. No, subreddit. Uh, I don't. I haven't created one yet. I'm very oh, unfamiliar with, with the uh, with the with the use of Reddit. So I'm gonna have to familiarize myself with how it works. Um, 
but I was able to get on this page that's the so the R with the um yeah that's called the subreddit with the with the slash the slash okay r slash whatever is a subreddit so does that mean it's a um like a conversation happening and that's how you find it or it becomes hmm. categorized inside of reddit through that so who made or like you're you're just asking about r slash whatever yeah so if you're ever on the page, yeah. you'll see you'll see there's posts, and then you go to about, and it tells you what it's about. This one just shows what the moderator is. Okay, okay. It doesn't it doesn't explain what the subreddit is for. Okay, but um, most of them do. Yeah, for example, one of the ones I really like is artisan videos. Artisan videos. What is that? So, so I go to about. Okay. This community is a space for curated, high quality video content that showcases the talent and skills of tradespersons and craftspersons as they engage in and practice their craft. What? It's actually written right on. Yeah, it's a really cool subreddit. I really like Sounds it. Sounds very nerdy. I'm no, because it's like... <laughs> it's. I guess it would fall, fall under uh, ASMR a lot of the time because you're just watching people. ASMR. Yeah, sort of I'm sorry. You're going to have to spell that out for me. What does that stand for? ASMR stands for... I have to Google it because it's a, uh, it's an acronym, autonomous sensory median response, which is the tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. And Low grade euphoria. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like so when videos are hashtagged as ASMR, like you'll see gets people all jazzed. Well, it's it gives you the good feeling, right? Okay. It gives you all the good feels. It's it's a vibe. Okay, okay. I caught a vibe. <laughs> Colin um, was just doing a TikTok dance to go with that, just mm -hmm. for those you can't see him. So anyway, when we have the video functionality, I'll redo it. Okay. Um, but yeah, like people that have their microphones really close to like their their knives and stuff when they're cooking food, oh. and there's no no talking. You're just hearing everything. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's very weird. But yeah. It's like a sensory thing. It's a pleasing experience, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, subreddit. Parenting. This is called the Wednesday Mega Thread. Ask parents anything from January twelfth, twenty twenty two. I don't know if you're allowed to read subreddits on on a podcast, but I'm. About I to. imagine you would. It's out there. Is it? Right. Wait, is this on the subreddit parenting? Yeah. Okay, I'm checking it out. So it says it's a weekly thread, a uh, good landing place for those who have questions about parenting but aren't yet parents or legal guardians and can't create new posts in this. Uh, all questions and responses must adhere to our community rules. Oh, I didn't have to read that out loud. Sorry. Just kept going. Uh, so I kind of like, I read this recently, but I recently uh just before we started recording the podcast uh that guinness is really going to my head um i didn't finish reading it but i thought it would make for interesting uh topic so um if i may uh hello all i was wondering if you could help me me 32 male and my wife 31 female had our baby a year ago and everything was going pretty great mentally and then in this past month i went from kind of worrying about 
him or my wife dying to being destroyed by these thoughts all day to the point that I'm not that I'm not sleeping or eating I've googled and postpartum anxiety came up but is this normal to feel something like this a year out this also just came out of nowhere as nothing major has happened to for me to be concerned about them like that I guess what I'm asking wanting to ask is others experience with this as I've never felt like this before and it sucks and is this something I need therapy for thanks in advance he could have just written TIA <laughs> anyway sorry so yes what are your thoughts uh, I just need to, to refresh myself because oh do you want me to uh, a screenshot and send this to you or can I just no, forward this to you no it's a uh, what was it? Uh, was it on the parenting one? Yeah. So and, parenting. And it was under Wednesday. The mega Wednesday thread. mega thread. Yeah, and it's I think the second. Yeah, the second comment. Yeah. What did it? How did it start again? Uh, the the hello all. I was wondering if you could help me. Yeah, yeah. me and my wife had our baby a year ago, and everything was going pretty great mentally. <laughs> and then in this past month, Colin is rereading I'm kind this. of worrying about him. So I'm going or to whisper my wife into <laughs> I'm one of those guys that reads and my lips move while I'm reading. Colin is now reading. I'm trying to find a region. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it interesting for the listeners. That's all. I suppose I could just cut this whole piece out. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so this person is asking if it's weird for he's he is asking if it's weird that he's he thinks he's got postpartum anxiety. He's asking if it's weird that he's having these thoughts, A, and B, what is it? Hmm. Probably just concern. Just run-of-the-mill concern. Have you you ever felt like this? uh, I mean, the thought has occurred to me that my wife and children could die. Yes. um, But I've I've never lost sleep over it. (laughs) It sounds like Uh, he is. It sounds like it's all-consuming. Um, I would probably, it, it could be postpartum anxiety, which would would be, in my very uneducated assessment, a temporary form of anxiety. Okay. Um, it, it could be Caused generalized anxiety. Yeah. It, it could also be that situation has triggered the onset of a general anxiety disorder. Um, although he makes no mention of having anxiety before oh no like i'm saying like the birth of a child could be a stress it's a stressful event right so it could be the trigger um but he makes no mention of anxiety and other any other uh facets of his life Mm -hmm. so it's probably not general anxiety it probably is postpartum anxiety uh it, it probably is normal to feel something like that a year out like we 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 can't put a a timeline on you can put a bands of time on certain mental health I- injuries, Events, but but yeah. when they manifest themselves is is different. Like mm-hmm. um, we see this all the time in the military with PTSD, where Ooh, yeah. it doesn't 
it doesn't present itself uh, for, for many years after the traumatic incident or incidents occurred mm -hmm. um, or took place. So I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was just, you know, too busy and too caught up uh, to uh, to really kind of process it and allow his brain to decide he's going to be concerned with this. Yeah. Uh, and then as they developed a routine and, and got into life and, and things were settling down, he had a, a moment to process in the wrong direction mm -hmm. and, th and think about his wife and his kid dying. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some other traumatic event in his life that uh, that made this a specific phobia for him oh, dang you're like digging real deep yeah that's just uh like i said earlier like i just i kind of just stream of consciousness it but it struck, um, struck you that way um i have heard that you can experience postpartum up to a year they say maybe even like 16 months after the birth of a child um wow i was pretty bang on yeah and and <laughs> they a lot of people are misled and think that postpartum anything happens at from the day your child is born uh, yeah. when that's not the case because just like you said something could develop over time you're caught up doing all the parenting stuff and then all of a sudden um, your brain takes a moment to breathe and reality sets in a little bit um, yeah I feel I, I that, and, that was and, my I mean, thought on it. I was like, it definitely could be postpartum anxiety. <laughs> I, I, it's likely it's likely postpartum, knowing nothing else about it. Yes. The only other really option is it could be just like a uh, something that he's fixating on yes. that's just regular anxiety. Mm. Everyone has moments of anxiety. Mm -hmm. We get stressed or nervous about things. Uh, uh, so maybe he was watching a movie or reading a book or, or a TV show or having a conversation or read the news about... A young family dying mm -hmm. and he's like oh shit this could happen to my family mm -hmm. and then he's fixating on it and what he really needs to do is process it in a healthy way so hopefully he's had a conversation with his wife and i noticed the next comment after that was talking to a doctor so yeah a counselor would probably be a good a good place to go but yeah. i mean at the end of the day have a chat with your wife let her know what you're you're thinking you'll probably feel a lot better just sharing that with a real human being and not just reddit yeah like expressing those thoughts out loud even just saying the words out loud um i think has a lot of of impact yeah it takes you, you're no longer you're no longer carrying that burden on your own mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. no i agree they say writing it out but like handwriting not just typing, typing it out yeah. um has a, a deep impact on how you process those things as well um anyways i just thought so this subreddit is parenting so i think i'm going to have a uh, a deeper look dive a little deeper down this rabbit hole and find some more topics maybe for future episodes if that's uh something something we'd like to do there's uh yeah and there's i there's another good subreddit called am i the asshole Oh, yes. I think there is a podcast that exists out there, and, and that's what she reads. <laughs> like, I for example, oh, this is too long. I'm not reading that one. Okay, wait. But the topic is, am I the asshole for bringing my own dinner to a wedding? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> that's, yeah. There's so many. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Three million four hundred fifty-three thousand eight hundred twenty 
two potential assholes. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of peeps, yo. Okay, guys, this is gonna be another rabbit hole we're gonna fall down. But yeah, so, anyways, I just, I had this thought that, like, Reddit was, um, a good place to find some honest, uh... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, good, good, good conversation and good places to, uh... To inspire things for us to talk about, because I feel like not that we don't have shit to talk about because i'm pretty sure that both of us could talk each other's ears off for days uh but like poignant topics so that we're not just uh rambling because i do that i'm very guilty of rambling um yeah pulling in the reins on the topics uh and um oh my gosh i completely lost my train of thought it just poof i was talking and then it just went Oh boy, mom brain, dude, it's a thing. Mom brain, it's a real thing. They take. Uh, see, I'm not gonna even even going to remember the stats, but at, at one time I read like how much of your brain remains what it was before you had kids, and it's it's an alarmingly <laughs> low percentage. Oh my god. Yeah, and everything else kind of becomes the the primal part of your brain that's like keep children alive at whatever cost yeah i like the idea of uh and then we can also have our own subreddit where people ask us questions on there and, and we're able to to use it to, to generate um some topics but yeah yeah reddit's a really good spot for that kind of thing yeah it's it's very it's global i think mm -hmm. i mean it's on mm -hmm. the internet the um so yeah. so yeah just everywhere but north korea <laughs> yeah and and I'm, I'm sure there's people up there trying to use it as well but uh they probably have some strange version of north korean reddit <laughs> instead it's poor kids it's poor kids um <clears throat> on that note did you have did you have any topics you wanted to discuss you know i did and i did the same dang thing you did didn't write them down so there, there's two that i had oh, one yes. one i remembered from from very early on um and I, i'm just trying to make sure my audio is still working here yeah we're good to go um Yikes. it's called <laughs> don't and then scare another, me there's another harry potter one okay. it's just funny it's the harry potter one's quick but you know in, in harry potter 5 the order of the phoenix where they're looking for a place to practice their defense against the dark arts yep and they find the room of requirement yes where you have to walk past it three times and think about what you want to do and and then it presents itself to you um so anyone can access it for example you could walk past it three times and say i want to find this illegal group of students practicing magic mm -hmm. um but then I saw a meme where it was, why don't we go to the chamber that's hidden underneath the school that only Harry has access to? Which I thought would... They're talking about the Chamber of Secrets. Yes. Which I thought that would have been a, a much better spot. So I don't know why they didn't do that. They'd have to go through a giant pipe in a I bathroom know. that's like 100 feet down. But I seem to think that they talked about this in the books. It's not, oh, maybe. It's not something that I think was, was discussed in the movies. Uh, just because I feel like those kind of uh, sidebars aren't movie friendly. 
like to yeah. go di- to go and discuss why we're not doing this you know what i mean but i seem to think that they ha- it it was thought like they thought of the chamber of secrets but something tells me because it had appeared in the time that harry had been in school that they would have found it do you, do you know what i mean like uh, it would have been discovered by other people yeah like the teachers would have had access to it somehow or well yet you, you, you have to be a parcel tongue to a parcel mouth it doesn't matter all right but who else is uh, isn't somebody else uh, uh yeah he who must not be named yes but is snape one maybe can't remember. Hmm. It Are it just I feel mouths? like there was uh something about this. Now I feel like I have to look it up. Are there other parcel mouths? I think there are. I just um again, it was in the books. And now I can't remember. Uh, this is me typing furiously. Parcel tongue. Only possible person to help us who could open it. I think was here. So soon at this place, they were gonna sneak it. Um, it's on Reddit. I found the answer. Oh, confirmed. Okay. You're hearing it wow. here first, folks. Well, maybe not first, but... So, in, in the Harry Potter fandom wiki... Okay. Uh, Harry Potter, Salazar Slytherin, Tom Riddle, Marope Riddle, Marvolo Gaunt, Morphin Gaunt, Corvinus Gaunt, Gormlaith Gaunt, Herpo the Fowl, and Delphini. And then unconfirmed are Rhinoch Sare and Rhinoch Stewart. Who I have no idea who those guys are. Um, Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone else could have done it, except like Ron was able to open the Chamber of Secrets during the Battle of Hogwarts, because Harry talks in his sleep, so he could. So I got I got something more interesting to discuss though. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hold the phone. Are we still on the Harry Potter topic? Yeah, well, you just told me we are. Okay. So I've been put uh, in my place. <laughs> a rather large area in the chamber that they could practice, and the only possible person at Hogwarts who could open it and get in was Harry. So it seems like the best place. Why didn't the D uh, uh, D A Dark Arts? Use the Chamber of Secrets to train. No, uh, no the Dumbledore's d- army. Yes, that's right. Sorry. Come on. Uh, they would have to sneak a big group into the girls' bathroom. Then only Harry can open. Then they would have to slide down a big pipe one after another. Then they would have to tra- traverse through more pipes until Harry has to open a door again. Seems a bit difficult and time-consuming. Uh, the Room of Requirements is able to provide training equipment, so that's a plus. 
Uh, actually, it wouldn't necessarily be yeah. only Harry who could open it. Ron was able to open it after a few tries of mimicking Harry. But how did you get in there, he asked, staring from the things to Ron. You need to speak Parseltongue. He did. Show him, Ron. Um, Ron made a horrible oh. strangle. Can you hear a baby in the background? I just heard a baby. Yes. I hope it's yours. That's fine. <laughs> it is mine. Um... It's what you did to open the locket, he told Harry apologetically. I had to have a few goes to get it right, he shrugged modestly. We got there in the end. I feel like there's a reason, though. Imagine people knew about the chamber after their second year. Did they keep the location a secret successfully? Yeah, so I think between it being, like, now a known place, and then, like, just the complication of having to go there, it would be not convenient. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, that makes sense. I I, I will I accept. Got, I will accept. <laughs> I, actually, like less so the inconvenience of it, but just the fact that the room of requirement provided all the training supplies they needed. Yeah, that was the big kicker for me. Yeah. So. Um, See, you're so open-minded. We presented evidence, <laughs> and you changed your opinion. The. Uh, the the other one I wanted to talk about. Have you heard of the the Mandela effect? Mandela effect. This is vaguely familiar. Maybe yes. So, I, I googled it and I wrote down the definition. Okay. It's it's when a large group of people remember something differently than how it occurred, and it's allegedly named such because. Um, uh, after Nelson Mandela, a lot of people believed he died in prison. Apparently, I don't know. I did a very cursory read into this. Um, but as anyone who's anyone knows, Nelson Mandela was actually the president of South Africa after he got out of prison. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he did not die in prison. Right. Um, but one of the, the common things is, uh, like, a, there's a pile of examples out there. But, like, for example... Can you spell the brand name Febreze for me? F E B R E E Z E. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I thought it was spelled too. Okay, I'm gonna look it up now. It's actually F E B R E Z E. There's only one E. I saw this and I had to go look at my Febreze bottle in our laundry room to double check. Mm. Oh, it is. Um. The, the other one is uh, the Bernstein Bears. Oh, I don't know how to spell that. No, so everyone spelled it S-T-E-I-N, but apparently it's the it's spelled S-T... Let me go back here. A-I-N or something like that. Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, Bernstein Bears. Yeah. There's all kinds of them. Of things like that, like you, you seem to recall it a certain way, but it's not. Like uh, I saw this with the Monopoly guy. They said, "Yeah, this is the one I'm looking at right he now." He had a hat with a monocle. Yeah. And everybody. Swears but he doesn't to have a monocle. But there's no monocle. There's no monocle Zero. at all. No. Okay. Monopoly character. There is none. Oh, look. There's one here. 
The Monopoly Man does not have a monocle. Since his first appearance, Mr. Monopoly has never been pictured on a Monopoly box or board with a monocle, even when you're told that the Monopoly guy hasn't ever used a monocle. It can be hard to believe. Huh! His name is Rich Uncle Pennybags. Did you know? Okay. And yet, well... Anyway, it just... Yeah, sorry. You look, you look on images, and then there's a bunch of images with the dude with the monocle... And they're like the Mandela effect. Whoa. Interesting. Why does this happen? And this poor kid is dressed as him. And he's holding a monocle. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Um, what, what inspired you to uh, come upon this? I can't this? remember. I, I saw a, a video somewhere about something and it was either the hashtag or it was about uh, specifically the Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. And I think one of them was uh, a scene from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Um, I've seen where that movie way more times than I'd like to admit. So please share. So there's a scene where... Um, she sh the, the the bigger girl is is shoving someone into the washer and then it changes to shoving someone into a pizza box underneath the table like they they altered it from a washer um but people like someone's confirming that it was not the mandala effect the original scene featured a dryer but disney changed it after they released the first edition of the dvd it was decided to remove the dryer and change lilo's hiding space to ensure that little kids oh yeah that's right so, in the scene, she was trying to hide Lilo. Yeah. And put Lilo in the dryer. And then they switched it out so they were hiding Lilo under the table and behind a pizza box. Right. And that was to prevent kids from having fun and hiding jumping in the into dryer. dryers. Yeah. Yeah. But that caught me on to the topic of Mandela effects. And the Berenstein Bears one was one I always had heard of. Mm -hmm. And it's, from a certain point of view, a lot of people think uh, it's like a conspiracy theories or evidence of an alternate universe um but mo most like scientists and doctors yeah, yeah yeah like a glitch in the matrix mo most scientists believe it's just a, a great example of the fragility and imperfection of memory yes false memory i agree um here 10 examples of mandela effect here's just to to pique our listeners interest uh, would you believe us if we told you the famous line of 1980s Star Wars sequel The Empire Strikes Back was never uttered? Darth Vader doesn't reveal his paternity to Luke Skywalker by saying, Luke, I am your father. He actually says, no, I am your father. The line is but one instance of what blogger Fiona Broom dubbed the Mandela effect a decade ago after she learned that a number of people shared her erroneous belief that human rights activist Nelson Mandela had perished in prison in the 1980s. He died a free man in 2013. Uh, all right, so Monopoly Man's monocle won them, okay. They think they he was confused with the Mr. Peanut character from the Planters mascot who does wear a monocle, and he also has a top hat, so. Uh, Jiffy Peanut Butter, I don't even want to read that because I don't care. 
about Jiffy Peanut Butter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's one of them. Uh, hello, Clarice. So a tense meeting between imprisoned ca- cannibal Hannibal Lecter and FBI agent Clarice Starling. Field 1991, Silence of the Lambs, based on Tom- the Thomas Harris novel. Excuse me. Hello, Clarice has become a default line reading for people looking to emulate Anthony Hopkins' creepy lector. Uh, but the killer never says the line in the movie. Instead, he says, good morning. We're meeting her for the first time. And we remember him saying Clarice in a melodic tone. The Fruit of, Lo- Fruit of the Loom label. Okay. Oh, this can be good. Uh, yeah, the no cornucopia. Some people have a fond recollection of a cornucopia of fruit on the label inside this popular brand of underwear. But the fruit was never spilling out of a basket. It was always illustrated as a pile of food. The more exposure we get to things like advertising, the more memories for things to become decontextualized. The frowning Mona Lisa. Oh, dear. Uh, he, da Vinci's painting is among the most famous works of art in recorded history. So why do so many admirers insist the demure subject of the portrait is frowning instead of correctly describing her with a smirk? Frowning. I don't know. I guess some people think that that's how you frown. Um, this one I can't relate to. Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon and the publisher's clearinghouse I don't know the Bernstein Bears fail a spelling bee yes okay so we went over that one C-3PO's golden moment the Mandela effect is strong in Star Wars fans (laughs) who sometimes err in quoting the film's dialogue but also recall protocol droid C-3PO is having a gold plated chassis and he does with one notable exception the lower portion of his right leg below the knee was silver when we first saw him a fact that sometimes surprises people who have seen the original trilogy dozens of times the uh, the other what he what was alluded to there um was the other mandela effect which is um darth vader saying luke i am your father mm-hmm. luke i am your father he only just says i am your father mm-hmm. He doesn't say Luke. Uh, I don't know this. I just read it. Yes. Just, just moments before. I see. I see. Hot off the press. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, risky business. Remember Tom Cruise dancing in his underwear, dress shirt, and Ray-Bans while home alone in 1983's Risky Business? Your brain got most of it right. If you watch <laughs> that now iconic scene again, you may be surprised to see Cruise isn't wearing sunglasses. The mistake likely comes from seeing Cruz in the shades in other scenes or in the film's advertising material. Huh. Kazam, not Shazam. So Shaq, Kazam. Oh, okay. The widespread belief that an entire feature film exists titled Shazam, starring actor and comedian Sinbad as a genie. What people are recollecting is probably Kazam. A 1996 comedy starring NBA great Shaquille O'Neal as a wish-granting mystical figure. Huh. Interesting. That's ten. Minus the ones that I refused to read because I couldn't relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. I feel like I'm, I'm going to stumble on, on these a lot now. Hmm. It's, um, it's kind of aligned, too, with, like, uh, 
you know, people like, oh, I'm seeing this number all the time, or anytime this happens, I get a phone call or whatever. It's just, yeah, there's a, what's it called? Oh, my God. Newcomb's, Newcomb's Law. Okay. And it's just about numbers distribution and stuff like that, but there's generally a really good explanation behind a lot of things that we think are, like, spooky and creepy and weird. Yeah, yeah. This is impossible. How did this happen? Yeah, for sure. Totally. Um... Sorry, were those the two things that you wanted to mention in today's uh, episode? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry that they weren't better. The Harry Potter one was a little weak. Um, the Mandela effect one, I think, is pretty interesting because I always remember it as Berenstein Bears. Yeah. But um, I will. So it's not the case. Uh, yes. So I feel like I don't think those were weak argument uh, topics. Holy moly. Um, so thank you for bringing them up. And I just am quickly logging on to our Insta account because I feel like there have been a couple. Oh, my God. I haven't checked that in so long. A couple people so who I wanted to do shout outs to. Uh, so uh, Jeremy Dust sent us a message when we were going yeah. on hiatus. Uh, please come back soon, basically. And uh, yes, Jeremy. We're back. Jeremy, thank you so much. It's actually Dustin. Uh, thank you very much. Really appreciate the support and the love reaching out to us like that. It's just, hey, and congratulations, guys, on your new dog, Gusasaurus Rex. <laughs> what kind of dog did they get? They got a golden retriever. Aw, that's yeah. the best. Yeah, he's got his own Instagram. We should actually follow him. Gusasaurus Rex. Gusasaurus Rex, okay. Is that his... his um... Instagram handle, yeah. Handle, okay, sweet. And then also, uh, Emily Austin, my cousin. Oh, okay, yeah. She uh, sent us a little congrats message. She's been listening to every episode. Oh um, shit, Emily, one love. <laughs> she said she can't wait for the next one, and then we went on hiatus, so Boom. she must be upset. Oh, this is awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. We should have started the episode with this. Oh, no, that's okay. If there's only two, we definitely should end the episode with this. <laughs> there's only two today. Uh, yeah, that, that I wanted to mention just because I, I didn't, I haven't really yet. I feel like. Um, we should hire a social media manager. Do you think we're, uh, do you think we're there yet? No, we that big? no we're not. Uh, but that's very positive thinking. We will be there. Yeah. Um, I just know that I'm terrible at it. What the heck, and Bob? Oh, uh, people who who chat with us regularly. Maddie, I know we've mentioned her before. Um, Maddie, love you. My aunt Cindy gives us feedback as well. Thank you very much, Aunt Cindy. Um, your dad and your wife. Mm, yeah, seems like my family's pulling a little bit more of their weight than yours. A hundred percent. <laughs> but uh, I think I think that's by design. I feel like I'm not super promoting uh, with it as I so, should be, even though I've given so, you a hard time about it so many times. I feel like you're probably actually better at promoting it than I am. So, so. I've actually I've I've told almost no one about this. Oh, okay. Well, then so like uh, this I didn't tell I I didn't tell Emily about this, um, and I actually just got a call the other day from another cousin. Uh, in Trenton, he's uh, he's he's uh, he was calling about checking the date for a wedding that's going on. But he's like, hey, and he 
I guess dad or someone mentioned the podcast to him. And I, I'm, I was honest with him then too. I was like, yeah, I, I don't, it's not like I'm trying to keep this from people, but I just don't want, I want people to come across it and want to listen to it and not be like, oh, let's just see what this blowhard's talking about now. <laughs> Kind of thing, you know. Yes. I just, yeah. I, I wanted a more organic introduction to the show for people. So I see, I see. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I agree. I feel like people finding it organically is is definitely a lot more rewarding, or, or uh, you know, gr- the gratification that we want. Um, but yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with us spreading the word via socials and things like that because i feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of like indirect marketing like we're not getting in people's faces but then they still know about us so yeah it just yeah hey guys check this out if you have time it's a very canadian approach eh? yeah. i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to take up too much of your time yeah. i i yeah. you know like it don't like it love it whatever just, just yeah. it's here uh <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Chris D'Elia. He's always like mm. gently stroke the subscribe button. Like he, everybody's always like smash the like button, hit oh, subscribe, yeah. smash that. Yeah. 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 So he's like, he's like, don't smash anything for me, please. Can we not smash? He's like, what you can have we do? to all our listeners. You have our consent to touch the subscribe button any way you choose <laughs> with with whatever device you're using i don't i don't yeah. i don't give a care and, and with the vigor and intensity that that you feel it deserves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's for you it's it's i mean it's for us also it helps us for sure yeah because like the more of you that do this the more chances we can make money off this <laughs> in the future but and yes and i can make a living just talking which is like the dream the dream um and and to help us support Colin's future goals, and <laughs> yeah, uh, p- use the intensity that you feel you would like to use. We're not gonna tell you what to do or how to do it, you know. But don't apply that to other relationships in your life. <laughs> we are yeah. giving you carte blanche vis-a-vis intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people you like might want to have a conversation buttons. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exclusively. Only. Only, hey, touch me in real life and we're going to have a problem. <laughs> and all I, can, all I can think of right now <laughs> is touch me through the fence from YMH. Do you listen to Touch that? me through the fence. Uh, is that the uh, the Proto guy? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You didn't follow Proto. Fed smoker. Yeah. Follow Proto, buddy. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, it's been a slice. I think we're going to wrap yeah. it up this eve. For sure. Hey, we'll hear. We'll, we'll see you all in another three months. Um, <laughs> oh, please, no! Really, really looking forward to it. Yes, we're hoping to get back into like weekly casts, but uh, mm-hmm. for the time being, it's going to be a little bit sporadic. For sure, yeah. for sure, and that's okay too. Yep, yep, yep. All right. All right. Till next time. Toodles.